Welcome back to Today in Tech. I'm Julia Beauchamp, and I'm here with Macworld Executive Editor Michael Simon, as well as Computer World Executive Editor Ken Mingus. We are live on LinkedIn and on YouTube, so if you have any questions or comments while we are talking and discussing, please do leave them in the comments or the live chat if you're over on YouTube, and we'll do our best to answer them during the live broadcast. So the topic of the day, just about a week ago, more or less, Apple announced that it would begin shortly in the near future, scanning photos uploaded to iCloud for what they call child sexual abuse material. And this was met with a lot of skepticism and pushback from security and privacy experts, mostly saying that, you know, this there's potential for misuse of this system. So I think first, if we could just talk about, you know, what what's the technical aspect here? How is Apple going to um, scan these photos that are on iCloud because it's kind of an it's it's sort of an intricate system and there's like reporting and then it goes to a person and yeah um uh sorry I just jumped in Ken do you want I, me to I, want, I was just gonna say please <laughs> jump in because you're gonna be able to explain it better than I can all right so just just kind of the, the reader's digest version which which might not be as brief as I want it to be but there, there's three aspects of this new system and the first one, no one seems to have any problems with. It's uh, it, it involves Siri and search, and all Apple is doing is it's building in keywords into Siri and search. So if you search for something or your child searches for something that's Apple says unsafe, which you know it's pretty broad, what they're going to do is throw up a flag that says, "Hey, you might not want to search for this. You don't have, you know might not want to be looking for this." Siri will say, "Hey." You know, maybe you don't want to look for this. Uh, we, we've seen this also with like gambling and, and, and alcohol where they, they give um, advice for addictions. So it's, it's something along the lines of that. No one gets any information from you. No one knows what you're searching for. It just happens. It, it flags a keyword and this pops up on your screen or Siri tells you something. So that's that. Second one is messages. And it's entirely opt-in and it's, it's specifically designed for children. So if you have a family account with a child, which is uh, under 18, you can, all right, there's, there's, there's two stages. So one, if Apple sees, or if your iPhone sees an image with sexually suggestive or sexually inappropriate, or really just probably just nudity in general, it will blur that image and ask the child, hey, you sure you want to see this? And, you know, uh, if they're under 13, the parent will get notified. If they're over 13, they can make, the, I think uh, they'll make the decision on their own. But Apple flags it and says, hey, you know, you might not want to be looking. The same thing when they try to send it, they'll say, hey, you might not want to send this photo to whomever you're sending it to. It's entirely opt-in. It's entirely on device, meaning it scans it before you send it and after you receive it. So there's no end-to-end -end decrypting going on. No one is seeing anything. No one is, is involved in the process. No one has any idea what's happening. It's just, it's basically throwing up a, a red flag, kind of like the Siri search stuff. To, to kind of help kids maybe make better decisions, sometimes you get coerced into doing things that you don't necessarily want to do. Sometimes you, you know, you do stuff that you don't think through. We, we've all been there. And it's just like, a, it's like an extra layer. Plus, if you're under 13, your parent will be notified. And as a child, as a parent of a child who is nine, 
I think that's a perfectly fine idea. I was going to ask about no that. I want you to that. talk about that in a yeah. minute, Michael, as a parent. But anyway, go ahead. So that one also, no no real pushback from that. Um, again, you have to opt into it. It's it's off by default. And, um, you know, nothing gets sent to Apple. Nothing gets, gets uh, disseminated or distributed mm-hmm. or anything. It's all on your phone. Now, the third one, which is what all of the hubbub and all the uh, the outrage has been over is so apple will be scanning the photos on your phone in no in no spliced language or in in, in no uncertain terms that's what they're going to be doing and they're scanning for csam images which julia said before is a child sexually sexual abuse uh, material which now they're not actually looking at photos like Apple's not going to see your Christmas photos or your backyard gathering or, or whatever it is. They're, they're scanning hashes and they're scanning for known material that's been surfaced. So they're making a match basically. Right. Mm -hmm. So this, this community, I hesitate to call it that, but we'll call it that for lack of a better term. They trade these images. They sell these images. So what Apple does is they get a list of these these images from um, the National Center Service for Society Mrs. Center Center, Center for, for missing, missing and, and exploited children. Missing and exploited yes. children, yeah. And so they'll get a, a list of those on a regular basis, and so they convert those images into hashes, mm-hmm. and then they upload those hashes to your phone. And your phone uses those hashes to scan against the photos on your phone to see if there is a match. So if there's, let's say that there's a known image. So the National Center for Missing and Exploiting Children sends this image to Apple. Apple converts that, or maybe it's converted before Apple gets it. I'm not sure what that process is, but that's converted to a a series of hashes, Mm -hmm. which is basically gibberish for me and you, but the computer understands what it's looking at. Mm -hmm. That set of uh, code gets sent to every iPhone and then they use that code to compare against the images on your phone, which are also converted to hashes. Right. So if someone were to get that information, it's, it's meaningless, mm-hmm. but the system knows now if there's a match that doesn't necessarily trigger a response. It ha- there's a threshold of some sort. Apple hasn't yeah, said we don't what know it, what is. it is. Exactly. Yeah, it could be two images. It could be 30 images. I don't know. And once that threshold is met, that's when Apple contacts the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children, and then they would contact the authorities, and then they would knock down your door and say, hey, what's going on? And I think before that, there's a human review of that's right. the photo in question. Uh, yeah, you're right. You're right. I, I missed that. So yeah, after that threshold is met, right, then it goes to a a person mm-hmm. who takes the images in question, looks at them, and then makes a determination and says, hey, all right, yeah, these are the images that we're looking for, oh, or the system messed up. Mm-hmm. Apple says the the likelihood of a, of, of a mismatch is one in a trillion per year. So that's pretty low. And it's also, the system's also smart enough to know, so, you know, it's it's looking at hashes, if you if somebody were to recrop the image or tweak the image in some way, that mm-hmm. won't affect the ability to uh, to 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 figure out what it's looking at. That's like important. That was actually one of my questions. Yeah. yeah. So so that in in a nutshell, 
That's what's going on. Now, it works with iCloud photos, mm-hmm. but the photos are being scanned on your phone. And that's where the problem comes in. That's where the outrage comes in. That's where people are saying, whoa, whoa, wait, wait a minute. Yeah. Like you told me my phone was private, but now you're going in there without giving uh, customers any way to opt out. Mm-hmm. You're going to scan every single image on my phone for CSAM. So I have sort of a, this is where I've been a little bit confused about the policy because I think, and I think you might've actually mentioned this in your article, Mike, there's a lot of cloud services that already do this. Um, And basically everyone. So, but I know that there's like some, it's what's the iCloud element then if, if it, is it your photos that are uploaded to iCloud? Is it like if you have iCloud syncing enabled, then that's when they can reach your phone. Okay. Here's the, Apple has been a little bit, kind of coy and vague, mm-hmm. but here's the way I understand it. Whether you have iCloud photos turned on or not, your photos are being scanned. If you have iCloud photo turned on, that gets sent to Apple. So okay. the way I see it, the way I get it, the way I've read it and I've understood it is that this system will do its thing. It's AI ML hash thing. Uh, uh, maybe create like a file or whatever. So, cause, so, cause it sends the images and the hashes to Apple via iCloud. Apple can't get that information mm-hmm. unless you have iCloud photo turned on. Okay. So the system, Apple keeps saying in, 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 in very specific language, the system only works if you have iCloud photos turned on. And that's the way I understand it is that if you have it turned off, you very well may have scan, uh, uh, photos on your device that were matched, met the thresholds, are ready to go, but can't go anywhere because Apple isn't reaching into people's phones to get that information. It has to be sent to iCloud. And it's it's been known that iCloud photos, Apple has the keys to that encryption. It can decrypt it and it has. Mm-hmm. You know, if, if people, if, if law enforcement requests it, if, it, you know, uh, various steps have to be, filled in, you know, subpoenas and stuff. But mm-hmm. Apple does have the keys to unlock iCloud Photos encryption. Right. But it's not doing that unless you you meet this threshold. Right. So that's the... It, and I, I just, I just want to jump in for one ahead, second. Ken. and Big picture here, you know, the, the, the thing is, and I think what's got people really kind of annoyed, upset, scared, angry, whatever, it's kind of the way this was rolled out. I mean, you know... It, one of our columnists, uh, Evan Schumann at CW at Computer World, made the point: good intention, bad execution. In terms of being able to explain this to people, because the Apple has spent the last week first rolling this thing out, then adding some more information on Monday with a white paper detailing how it's done, mm-hmm. then trying to reassure people that this is not really a backdoor into your phone, and then it can be expanded, you know, in other ways, and you know, to look for other information. In, in ways that could be dangerous to privacy. And, you know, this should have all been sort of put together and presented to people all at once to allay as many of these concerns. It was always going to be somewhat controversial, I think, when you think of, because Apple makes itself, makes its, uh, you know, makes the case that it's it's all about privacy. Right. And then, you know, it rolls this thing out and it at least sounds like to a lot of people like, 
you know, what the hell are they scanning on my phone? You know, no one wants to defend uh, child abuse here. And I'm, and God knows no one is, but it just seems kind of big brotherly, which is, it's not like Apple to, to sort of step over the line that far, you know, without a clear and rational explanation. Yeah. The, the sorry, Julia. I was the, just, uh, no, go ahead. <laughs> we're probably saying the same thing. I was going to say that the rumor scuttlebutt speculation is that Apple did not expect this backlash at all. Mm-hmm. And that's I don't why think they did. this has kind yeah, of been rolled out in, in pieces. And there was a memo that leaked to out to employees that basically said as much like, you know, we will get past this. And all right, Juliet, you can ask, you can say what you're going to say, because I don't want to go off on a tangent and then have you forget. What I was going to say is, you know, we've had kind of been over the technical aspect, but I want to talk about what the security implications are here and the privacy implications here and why a lot of privacy and security experts are really skeptical and really are saying, okay, this is, there's a real potential for misuse here. I think I want to talk about that aspect because, and you guys can feel free, please do chime in, but it seems what a lot of them are saying are, okay, now that Apple has this system in place, what is preventing a potentially oppressive um, government or other group from saying, going to Apple and saying, okay, Here's all of these images that are, and this specific set of hashes that match images that are potentially, you know, related to anti-government messaging or um, in in favor of a cause that is illegal or another something that is also illegal. Um, and what is what can what is stopping Apple from not giving into those requests? Besides Apple saying we won't, right. Uh, well, a couple of things. <laughs> That's what they're saying right now. That's exactly what they, they did say, yeah. that we will unequivocally oppose all requests. And I, I it comes down to trust, but we, we'll, we'll get that. We'll get to that in a little bit. So first, it's very clear to me from the way this system is designed that Apple went to great lengths to make sure that privacy was taken into account. They could have years ago said we're going to scan every single photo in iCloud photos and that's that that would have that would have made them on the level of facebook google microsoft dropbox everybody they do this facebook sends something like i don't know 50,000 images millions i forget some ridiculous number of csam images get relayed to um to the uh, center for exploiting and missing children every, every every year it's it's an absurd amount nobody complains about that what I mean, Apple didn't, they didn't want to do that. It's very clear that 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 was an option. And they said, no, we're not doing that. We're not going to scan every photo that we get because then it's a, it's a different way of looking at it. Then they have access to all of our photos. They can decrypt them whenever they want to. And and then they can just look at them. Mm -hmm. This, this system is extraordinarily specific to this and make sure that the encryption that is in place isn't messed with unless you again reach this threshold and it doesn't it doesn't create a risk for anyone who wants to use iCloud i mean you can easily say hey i'm not i'm not trading in that stuff so i have nothing to worry about and you don't mm-hmm. and the way apple describes the system you it, it, there's not going to be if there's a false positive 
it's going to be pretty, pretty it's like I said, a trillion per year. I mean, that is a v- extremely low rate. So if the system finds anything, it's, it's almost certainly going to be legitimate. Now, I don't know if Apple is prepared for the level of legitimacy that it might get, because based on the numbers I see out there from other cloud services, it could be flooded. I don't know. I don't know how any of that works. But Apple didn't want to just turn on scanning for CSAM over iCloud. Mm-hmm. That's, you know, Google Photos does that. Uh, Dropbox does that. It's, it's that, that. Those systems are in place and they're there. And, and Apple didn't want to do that. So what they chose to do kind of runs against what they've told us the iPhone is. And that's, this is where right. the disconnect comes in. And I, I totally get it because, I mean, they've run billboards that says what happens on your iPhone stays on your iPhone. And now there's a but and a big one because they developed a system where they can scan every photo on your device for whatever they want. And they, it's not a backdoor in the sense that, you know, like someone can't take that and use it to hack your phone, but it, it it's, right. it's, it's, it's a little it's, crack. It's a it little crack. A back door, but it's yeah. a back crack, you know? It's, it's a it's little like, tiny crack. And, and I think the issue, you know, Juliet, to your, to your original point here is that, you know, government now, now Apple says this is, this only applies in the U S that's right. Therefore, and it may, it, honestly, it may, point, it may never go anywhere else. We don't point, know. We don't know. You know, this, Apple's defense is that, you know, we're not, you don't have to worry about a, a repressive government leaning on us to start scanning for whatever, you know, repressive governments we want to look for. Right. But, you know, the, the, I think the concern that security and privacy experts have is that, you know, even the smallest little crack in the security privacy bubble around Apple devices can be exploited at some point down the road. You don't know how it might get exploited, you know, and I'm not sure. saying it's it's going to literally be exploited, but, you know, you just have to be very, very careful about opening these these doors. And and as Mike said, Michael said, it, it's like it goes against what Apple has been saying repeatedly about its devices and its and at the same time it's in line with what apple has been saying it's it's the literal definition of a rock and a hard place yeah. mm-hmm. because like you know they they want to implement this system and you know as i said they're lagging behind others who have done it google has been doing it for like i don't know five maybe ten years it's 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 not something that's new this te- the technology is relatively new that they're using but the idea of scanning for for csam images that's not new apple just hadn't done it before mm-hmm. and why it's coming out now my guess is because it took this long to develop this extraordinarily intricate system that does protect our privacy and doesn't open up the, the our, our photos to anybody who wants to scan for anything but there's always a but here because it i mean it, it it doesn't and apple is keeping encryption keeping privacy uh making sure that 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 no uh no human at apple no person working in apple can see anything unless you know it rises above a certain there all that is great but what's next you know, mm-hmm. there, there's that there's that question, and and it comes down to trust, right? And it's really hard when a company cares cares about a company as big as Apple 
hugest, biggest company in the world, biggest tech company, almost practically the biggest company in the world. They're a business. They need to make money. They care more about money than they do us. That's just how that's going to work. So do we trust them enough? If let's say this rolls out to China and China says, hey, you put in um, rioters, uh, uh, homosexuality and drug use, or you can't sell your phones or make them here anymore. Right. And that What's I think we're going to do. Right. And I think and that, and that's the, that's the slippery that's slope that, that everybody's worried about. Yeah. And I, maybe, maybe for that reason, they never roll it out to China. That could be, maybe they just say, you know, we, we don't even want to or maybe the China possibility says, of that, or maybe no, or no maybe country. China, maybe China says, unless you roll it out here, you can't make your phones in China. I mean, there well, are ways. I don't know. Can... That's different. Then that's like, that's like extortion. <laughs> that's a little different. Then if the system isn't working in your country, that's, I mean, they could do that at any time, man. Yeah. What, I, what I'm mm -hmm. saying is if the system's in place and working in China for this, and Apple has said before, we will abide by the laws of the countries that we operate in. If China passes a law that says every phone has to scan for this, if, if they have uh, the ability to, and then they do it. I mean, do I think Apple will say no? I don't have a clue. China's a lot of, that, that's a big market. Plus they make a lot of phones there. I, I don't know. I don't know. Right. I, I, I honestly don't know if it came to that, what Apple would be do because they're pretty that, much damned that they do and damned that they don't. And that's the point, Michael. And you, you, you sum it up really well. It's, it's the, but it's the raising of doubt now, you know, and in terms of, of iPhone, uh, iPad users, we should, we should note this is rolling out with iOS 15. IPad. iOS 15. Yeah. yeah we don't know. We don't know if it's going to roll out, out yet, on, but it's on day soon. one. Yeah. They haven't said, um, they just said iOS 15, iPad OS 15, watch OS 8 and uh, Monterey. But yeah. I don't know, we don't know yet if that's iOS 15 on launch day, iOS 15.1. They said later this year, so, but it could be an update down the line. We don't know. Yeah, I was, yeah, I was wondering a little bit about um, timeline and we have this, we kind of already answered this viewer question, but I guess like, I think it's like mostly related and I'm just going to kind of apologies to this viewer. I'm just going to kind of adapt this question a little bit um, and talking about AI. And I guess I'm like, I guess like sort of saying, okay, but like, is this a way to, I certainly don't think that this is, this is the case, like to train a machine, but Apple already has like pretty I, for something else. So like, let's say like, if you look, you can look and if I want to photo, find a photo of my dog on my phone, I can type in dog and dogs come up. So it doesn't, it seems like this is certainly like a, not a, a night, the, an AI employee. The AIML stuff, the Siri search stuff, absolutely is, right, is related okay. to that. But this doesn't appear to have any machine learning aspect of it. They are, mm -hmm. act, they are physically uploading hashes right. that they get from the uh, Center for Exploited and Missing Children. And that's it. Mm -hmm. Like it's not adapting. If there's any uh, ML um, work or, or ML stuff at play here, it's those images and, and understanding that if this gets tweaked, it's still this like, like within those images maybe, because, mm -hmm. you know, as people try to trick the system and try to say, well, you know, I colored over this part of it or something and, and the hash is different. So there, there, there's probably stuff at work within that, right? But it's not going to look at pictures of kids in your bathtub, like your 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 son at two years old in the bath, or or running around outside in the sprinkler and saying this is season. That 
it's not gonna get that's not what's happening here yeah mike as a as a dad are you happy to see this you know we we, we touched on it earlier what what's your thinking as a parent i mean honestly i think apple is absolutely doing the right thing and i think they i think they did the right thing if if this has to be a part of the phone and i think it does in fact i always wondered you know why apple wasn't doing this i do i i'm glad to see it as a parent and i'm glad i i, I honestly i do think apple did the right thing the way they're handling it is is i think the best way to do it even though it does mean that they're doing stuff i mean you know listen apple does plenty of scanning and and, and things on the device i think this is the, the smartest way to do it i think it's the most accurate way to do it so you don't have uh, false false positives mm-hmm. i think that it's the best way to find people using iphones who are doing this because the alternative you know yeah you can shut off icloud photos maybe but um, it's it's not as simple as just going to another service, because you know now you're you know you know you're dealing with um, things happening on your phone. Right. I do. I think it's smart. I I I, I I'm I'm more I'm more impressed with the messages stuff that they did, like that. As a parent, my son doesn't have a phone yet; he's too young. But when he does, I mean, even if it's not missing and exploited stuff, you know there's sexting and things that kids do. And, you know, I'm not always there to tell them, Hey, you think twice about that or don't do that. So yeah, if his phone can throw up a little warning and say, Hey, you know, uh, uh, maybe you shouldn't do that. Maybe it'll, maybe it'll cause a kid to think twice and say, you know, or, or someone to, to, you know, wait five minutes and then forget about it, you know, something like that. So like, I'm, I'm down with all of this. I do understand where people are coming from though. I understand the, the outrage. I understand sure. the fears 100%. I just, I don't think the alternative is any better. And what, what's interesting. That's a good point. In, in all of these arguments, no one has suggested a better way. They, at, least, at least not that what I've seen. I, I can't say no one, but I, of, all the, of all the articles I've read that say, here's what could happen and here's how this could go horribly wrong. And they make a, a compelling point, particularly with the government stuff. Okay, so what what's the what's the better way? I don't think opening up iCloud Photos is the be- is, is is better, or safer, or more private than than what Apple developed. I I I don't. All right. I agree. Yeah. Well, thank you both so much. I think this is it was um, like you said, Mike. I think that there's I. There, there certainly there is a privacy and security argument to be made, but um, yeah, it's mostly just a case of Apple had to do it; everyone else was doing it. And- again, it comes down to trust. Mm-hmm. The people who are making those arguments, I mean, they don't trust. It's not just Apple; they don't trust right. anybody. Yeah, certainly, <laughs> and and rightfully so. You know, why should I trust Apple? Mm-hmm. You know, I'm there. I'm a customer. I'm not their friend. I'm not their 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 family member. But I think, particularly recently, uh, going back to San Bernardino again, mm-hmm. that Apple has kind of gained a little bit of the benefit of the doubt here. And they've shown that they're willing to fight the government. And at the time, and even, even, even going past that, 
Apple was the bad guy in that situation. Let's not forget. Right. People said to them, hey, this is a terrorist. What are you doing? And Apple said, no, we're not opening that door. We're mm-hmm. not. And they went to they went to court. They were blasted. There was a you know, boycott Apple. It was it was a it was a it, they could have just caved, but they didn't. Well, you know, and just to wrap up real quick, too, I know you want to go, Julia, but the point here, too, and you made this, Michael, is that Apple could have done this a lot easier in a lot easier way that it obviously went to went through a variety of steps to try to protect privacy. It could have just said we're sure. going to start scanning iCloud yeah. photos, Yeah, you know, and so, you know, to your point, they, they are trying to still hang on to that privacy aura that they have. And, uh, you know, and as you say, what's the alternative? So it's a good point. Yeah. Yeah, not my, every my, single my, Go ahead. I was going to say, my only confusion is that Apple didn't see this coming. <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't know how. <laughs> True. I mean, they got a lot of smart people working at that company. When, that, when said, I hey, first saw that, know, I'm like, they're doing what? Yeah, what? right. Because it's, you know, it's, And I think a lot know, of people did. Yeah. I mean, as a consumer, as, as, as anyone living in 2021, yeah, it's concerning. And Apple probably could have, should have, maybe rolled it out better they also kind of forced their hand because it leaked uh last week so mm. they had to get it out there before all the leaks became you know hysterical but <laughs> when they rolled it out it, it, only, it only confirmed the leaks like it didn't actually offer much in the way of assurances and the the evidence or the the documents that they've released since have helped I think there's more to come. I also think there will be lawsuits. I think this is Certainly. not, we're going to hear a lot more about this going forward. But um, I do think it's important as, as both a parent and, and, and a human being. I think CSAM is a, it's a scourge that people generally don't know because if you don't look or traffic, it, radar. You, don't, you don't know it's happening, but it's a, it's a big problem. Mm-hmm. And if, if Apple can help, combat that um i'm on board all right well thank you both so much for joining me like i said already really appreciate it and if you were watching and you have any questions that we didn't get to specifically about how this relates to privacy and security and um this you know so-called slippery slope that privacy and security experts are talking about do let us know in the comments um i'm interested to hear your perspective and thank you so much for watching this episode of today in tech if you liked this video please do give it a thumbs up and you can subscribe to our channel. Um, We talk a lot and I'm hoping to talk more about privacy and security going forward. This is a very interesting topic. So you can subscribe and hit the bell icon so you don't miss an episode. If you are watching on LinkedIn, you can head over to our YouTube channel, IDG Tech Talk. Thank you again for watching and we'll see you next time. This podcast is produced by IDG Communications Incorporated.